Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Hello and welcome to Rookie and Nice, the new podcast from BBC Good Food. My name is Miriam Nice. And I'm Nadia Zirfat, also known as the Rookie Chef. Unlike Miriam, I'm right at the start of my cooking journey. My day-to-day job is replying to your feedback and talking to you on our social media channels. Whereas I've been working in food and food writing for many years, including the last six at BBC Good Food. In this series, we're joining forces to deep dive into a recipe with an expert guest and help answer your cookery questions too. While I learn how to perfect a new dish, each week Miriam will be finding out how and when it's served and who to. Join us as we learn all about some of our favourite dishes and uncover some great cookery tips direct from the experts. episode we want to know all about one of our favorite fermented foods and that is kimchi and helping us today we have a very special guest who is pao yu leo owner of pao pop and pickles based in east london welcome to the podcast pao how are you uh, hi i'm good how are you doing <laughs> good thank you and tell us about you and what it is you do please pao okay hi my name is pao um yeah i'm from taiwan but I based in London for uh, many years. Uh, four years ago, I uh, start running this business. Uh, so I I ferment. I make kimchi, sauerkraut, and some hot sauce like lot of ferment um, product. And then I I have a market store and a few shops. So I'm still very much doing the same thing. Um, I like to ferment. Uh, more than just kimchi and sauerkraut. So I do lots of different things uh, in my at my home outside of production time. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do at the moment? Oh what my God, it has to be koji. Yeah, so yeah. it's growing this mold on the rice, on the... Um, on the grounds, it's just amazing soya beans, and then you can just see it's fluffy, and then it has amazing smells and very wow. floral smells. And then amazing. you you kind of connect 
you realize after all these years, you've been eating like soy sauce, having miso's, and, and you didn't know where it come from. And then there's mm-hmm. all this mold, and then you've been eating mold all these times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> and that's very, yeah, that's just, just fascinating me. So, um, yeah. yeah, so at home, I just experimenting. Uh, hopefully, one day I will introduce more. Um, to people's yeah <laughs> and I think I mean we're really excited to have you on the podcast and it seems so is our audience because um, we asked them if they had any questions for you and we got some really great questions but the first one wasn't a question someone just wanted to say food for your eyes um, they put just wanted to say that your kimchi is the tastiest so oh. there's a compliment to kick things off <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Fan mail. Amazing. <laughs> and so the first question we have for you from Alex underscore Jonesy is what's a good meal idea when using kimchi for the first time? I would say uh, just as a side dish. I don't, I don't, you can cook with it, but I, for me, it goes well with everything. If you eat meat, go with steak, with eggs just think of it's like a piece <laughs> your place like green peas but have a little bit kimchi as a side dish to help you to yeah to have like a more flavor to go with your meal I need to incorporate more kimchi into my food because I love it but sometimes I sort of get into what's it called analysis paralysis where I'm like oh will will that go with this or you know (laughs) should I have it with this or not but I mean by the sounds of it it's fine with everything yeah because I'm from Taiwan so normally we have fish we have meat we have vegetable everything is on the table so for me like something doesn't go with something it's not it it doesn't work everything works kind of together if you put it all there and I guess it depends on your yeah. Depends on your taste, doesn't it? And now people love to have a uh, kimchi toasty. That's quite oh, yeah. popular, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know um, Anna Glover on our cookery team. I think I saw it on Anna's Instagram. I'm not sure. She's, Someone, a, she's a toasty queen. She is the toasty queen. <laughs> she makes the most incredible toasties. And, and I think it was her. I hope it is. She put up a picture of a kimchi toasty and it just looked incredible. I need to make yeah. that. I'm going <laughs> to buy some of your kimchi and yeah. make a kimchi toasty. I see you some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and what's the what's the best type of cabbage, do you think? Yeah, so uh, we, I, I, I use the Chinese leaf, so the Napa cabbage. But you can use, I think that the normal white or red cabbage, they are quite hard. So you will have a quite different, t- yeah, different, texture but you don't eat you don't yeah so last week I made a green tomato uh, kimchi or you can use radish you can use yeah all kinds of vegetables everything is fine so you can change it with the season as well so yeah, if something's exactly. in season you can do that okay I'm starting to pick up tips I'm gonna oh, start wild, wild, wild garlic I, I try to find wild oh, garlic wow. I just cannot find wild garlic yeah it's one of those things that when you look for it you can't find it and then you just sort of stumble upon like a patch and you're like yum yeah yeah, well garlic would be yeah it would be nice oh yeah that'd be delicious 
Um, Lydia and Espanwick asked, um, what's the easiest way to make it and get started for beginners? So it's, it's for me, I think it's very easy to ferment. Uh, to eat just salt, you just vegetable salt, and then if you don't want to eat kimchi, is easy as well. It just has low steps. Yeah, you just have to follow last steps, and then you can change as well. It's not baking a cake, so it's, it's it it doesn't really go wrong. Um, of course, they can go wrong. Yeah, but it's it's pretty safe. So they were our audience questions, but for anyone who's listening who isn't sure about what kimchi is, could you just sort of um, give us an explanation of what it is and how it's made, please? Yeah, so uh, kimchi is uh, Korean's national pickle, so they eat uh, kimchi almost every meal. So it's fermented napa cabbage normally um, with those gi- ginger, garlic, um, chili Chili, chilies and fermenting. Then normally it's with fish sauce, so little shrimp, so squid, so it's not vegan. So they, why do they make this? Because in the winter time, there's less uh, vegetables growing. Traditionally in Korea, it's very cold. Um, making fermenting like this is preserved nutrients. Uh, so it's very good, good way to for the winter. To preserve vegetables, so I, yes, it sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, answer the questions right. sounds great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, um, and oh yeah, I was going to say like, your recipe is suitable for vegans and vegetarians. So you've left out the kind of fish sauce and so. What have you done? How have you made it? Yeah, so, so, so at the beginning when I started making and selling, I used to have two different ones. One is with fish sauce. One is without and then uh, yeah. just slowly I kind of changed the recipe to suit both of them and then uh, some of the Korean people actually prefer this version than my old ones <laughs> so I was like okay that's fine I'm just gonna do this one so I add a uh, wakami at the very beginning of the process kind of to, yeah. to soak in the flavor from the seaweed into the cabbage. And oh, you've also put in um, pear. So what does what does the pear do? Can you use apple? Does it have to be yeah, pear? No, you can use, definitely can use <laughs> apple because pear is, uh, for me, pear is, yeah, it's quite English and then I'm, I'm diabetic. So I, even sugar get consumed. I just don't like the idea adding sugar in there. <laughs> so, and then also, Traditionally, they use this uh, rice paste, use flour, rice flour, make a paste, so easy to combine with a cabbage. Um, I'm using pear. I think in Korea, they use, they, they can, you can use pear as well. They do use pear or apple. But I just made the paste more runny, a little bit more runny. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. 
This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. So I don't need to use the uh, rice flour. And have a little bit of sweetness to it. (laughs) And you you sorted that out. You said, because we were asking about natural salt in your recipe, um, that needs to be sea salt or Himalayan salt. You said that that would work. Great. Oh, that sounds good. I've got both. Yeah, or both mixed. (laughs) And when did you fall in love? Because you sound so passionate about this. When did you fall in love with it? So I... So I was I was saying I was diagnosed uh, as a diabetes about um I don't know how long that ago now, six years ago. And okay. after that I was um and then I had two young kids and then fermented food or like preserving food always I just love and then I my kids like it as well. Um but when you buy the jar you always feel like, oh my god, what's in there? <laughs> But you, I never knew how to make things because you don't see, you don't see even back home you, and from the city, you, 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 just, you just don't know. And then slowly, I think about six years, so six years ago, I started to look into it and then uh, look the traditional of making, fermenting things um, to connect, especially to connect back home. Um, and then... Yeah, that's how I started. <laughs> and then once I did it, I just like, okay, now I'm going to ferment. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to, uh, yeah, this is my thing. This is what, what I'm going to go for. That's yeah. amazing. And you've said how much you sort of adapted the recipe as time goes on. At the beginning, you know, you said it, you used it, um, it wasn't vegan and then you changed it. But mm-hmm. for people who are making it at home... What would you say um, are some common mistakes that they might make when they're making kimchi or other fermented food? <clears throat> Don't add vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, some people, yeah, I think there's some recipe had vinegar. You don't need to add vinegar. So there's a, the idea of fermenting is this lactic acid material. They, they get drive and they multi-growth and then they were um, so re- they release this uh, latte acid so make it sour so you don't need the, so vinegar is a, a way of fermented product but when you are fermented yeah cabbages you don't need to add vinegar and then also um, when you uh, so some people tell me uh they get really mushy uh, kimchi because they they treat it like a, a sauerkraut. So okay. white cabbage is very hard. So sometimes when you really try to release uh, the water from the cabbage, you can't ban it. <laughs> but Napa cabbage, you really, yeah, yeah, it's really soft. And it's then you delicate, just be, yeah, it? delicate. You need to be gentle with it. And also too salty. Some people tell me they make, yeah, it's just way too salty. Because, so I have changed the recipe. Uh, normally you, 
you salt in it, heavily salt the cabbage, and then you wash the salt off, mm-hmm. and then you add more fish sauce in. So I don't, because I want couple, I want to add seaweed in there, and I don't want to lose that flavor of the seaweed. So mm-hmm. I don't wash afterwards. So I just use less, much less salt with the seaweed, and then I just drain it off. So it then goes too salty. I think that's so nice. Really good tips, yeah. It's going to be quite a nice, like, complex saltiness by having the seaweed in there because it's like it's salty, but there's more to it. Like, I think that sounds really good. (laughs) That sounds really good. Um, And what what advice would you give to anyone wanting to start up a food business like you've done? I say, I'm. It's definitely easier now than back then <laughs> no yeah I, I don't know about other business but for me fermented food no one really knows about it yeah mm-hmm. everyone heard about it like sauerkraut but most of people don't really know and they um so it was quite tough at the beginning but always talk to people I think um talk to people and if you sell products go to shops Go to your locals, and they 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 more than happy. Most of them more than happy to help you. They will try it, and if it works, and then I've been with the same shop for like since the start. I only have four shops. I supply to four shops, <laughs> but I I I like that because I I deliver them myself, and then I chat to them. So we 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 create good relationship, and also my. And farmers market are great. I think why not? Like nowadays, the rent are so expensive. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I just do it at home. So it's little cost. You sell. You yeah. You it's always tough. Even yeah. big or small, it's always tough to start with. But in this way, you don't lose too much. <laughs> and I think it's it's great recently because I've really seen sort of on social media and just talking to people that I know, people are a lot more um, supportive of small businesses. If anything, they go out of their way to actively seek small businesses over, you know, more convenience in, you know, big supermarkets. So I think it, it probably is, like you said, a lot easier than when you first started, although it is still really, really tough having mm. having a small business. And also farmers markets. I mean, oh, I love, I love, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I miss them. <laughs> now I get sometimes when I'm in my 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 store, uh, I just disappeared because I need to do my shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Back in five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, I love it. Yeah, so I get everything from the from the farmers market, from our market. Yeah, wonderful. Um, you also said that um, it's very difficult to get kimchi wrong. Um, what can go wrong and how do you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> I think in, in general ferment, you can, you can grow kind of yeast. Uh, okay. If you ferment it a bit longer or just something uh, went slightly wrong. So you can like grow this firm, like white fern on the top. Um, I have it once there, <laughs> but you can just scoot it off. It, okay. it, if you leave it for too long, it does have a funny smell to it. 
So if it smells bad, <laughs> it needs sorting out. And yeah. You, you said um, in the recipe to taste it at various points. What are you looking for when you're tasting it? Does it get getting sourness? Is it getting sourness? What kind of stage you like? So I, yeah, kimchi, the main difference, kimchi and sauerkraut is, sauerkraut is really quite sour. No, yeah. Sourness, acidity is quite, yeah, strong. Kimchi, I like it a little bit saltier side and then uh, now it's sour, so it's quite easy to eat. And when yeah. it goes to, um, is, oh, what was the question again? <laughs> I can't what are you what are you tasting for? What should it oh, taste yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you're testing? <laughs> yeah, I think it's very, very uh it depends on you. Yeah. I think just trust your sense. Some people like it over fermented. I I don't. More soft. Uh some people like it a bit fresh. I think in Cor- in Korea like they start eating it as like a fresh. So yep. not really fermented. And then um yeah, so trust your 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 taste taste bud. It's fine. It's it's one of the safe thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it's been around for so long, and nothing can go wrong. Kind of, <laughs> especially if you. I mean, it's almost if you clean it, if you clean the the receptacles. That's the you know that's where the important things lie. Exactly. And then yes. if you get that right, then yeah. you're you're kind of good to go. And I like that trusting your senses because a lot of the time it's difficult and we do trust the recipes and and don't you know use our own senses and I think it's the same with anything like sourdough with anything with beer with anything kind of fermented Mm -hmm. you do have to like there's so many variables because it's all the little things in the air and the temperature and fluctuations and you do just have to look at it and feel it and taste it um but it's hard yeah (laughs) Give it a go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's very garlicky. Um, oh, <laughs> my favourite. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my my yeah. kind of my kind it's of very thing. Garlicky. Yeah. Lovely. I'm eating quite a lot of garlic stuff in lockdown because it's like, who am I going to see? <laughs> yeah. But I've never More actually garlic. cared about that. Honestly, <laughs> never yeah, bothered I don't me. Care. First date, garlic bread doesn't matter. I'm all I for did have it. Some, when we were in the office, there was a couple of people who had some garlic and they were just sort of scurry into the office um, kitchen looking for some uh, parsley to chew because they had to go to an event and they'd been eating <laughs> garlic all day. I'm like, I need some parsley. That will neutralise, which I didn't know, apparently. Does that parsley. actually work? Pa- I don't know. Parsley. I'm going to try oh, it. Wow. Just eat a clove of garlic <laughs> yeah. and then just eat some parsley. <laughs> parsley. Yeah. yeah. So basically a salad. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite thing? What's your favourite thing to eat with kimchi? Everything. Yeah, I I I, <laughs> I I I like putting a burger. Oh, <laughs> so no, we have this yeah burger store. Like he's a butcher, and then they sell burger like traditional burger. And then I was just add nothing from there, but add my my kimchi. <gasps> That's so good. That's such a good. So you buy well, you've got you've got your kimchi. Yeah. But if you could go to the farmers market, buy a plain burger, then buy your kimchi and pop it. Oh, that sounds good. There's a there's a guy um, on Instagram called George Egg who does these kind of snack hacking things where he buys something from somewhere and something from someone else and put, puts <laughs> them together. Sense. It looks yeah. so delicious. <laughs> That's such a good idea. See, this oh, is yum. the thing with these podcasts. We sort of we talk about stuff, and I'm just I'll be dreaming about a kimchi burger for the rest of the day now. <laughs> 
rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> forget one. You forget one. Forget week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or like your kimchi burger. What would you have? What, what would you have as well with your kimchi burger? What else would you have? Oh, I have some water, water kefir drink. Oh, That's the, yeah, that is, yeah, there's a bit fizzy, uh, not much sugar in there, but um, yeah, to go with my good. burger. Yeah. Also and... alcohol. <laughs> 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 some rice wine or something. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. And who would you share that with? So if you've got your kimchi burger and some some wine and some water kefir, like who would you ideally oh, like to kids. share that with? <laughs> oh. <laughs> my, yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> you mentioned so nice. to us before <clears throat> that your your kids love kimchi. How old are they? So they, they're not that little. They are 10 and nearly 14, nearly 11 and 14. Yeah. So they now... Uh, yeah, they eat, eat all kinds, but they now made maybe less kimchi than like different ones. It's now yeah. and then they changes. <laughs> but they definitely eat a kimchi burger. I bet <laughs> they would. They would eat a kimchi burger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did the um, the Greek? Because you mentioned you uh, were making a green tomato um, yeah. kimchi. How did that? How did that come out? Yeah, Have you done was- it. Yeah, so I I sold uh, sold out um, on Sunday. Yeah, oh, wow. so you win. Yeah, it was really good actually. Yeah, I just use the same recipe for making the paste. Actually, yeah. I just use two percent of salt uh, with the green tomato, and I didn't I didn't drain that much water out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because they've got quite some bit of sourness in them anyway, the green tomatoes? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Do you find that you're always like experimenting with different things and just sort of seeing what people respond to? Yeah. So, yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't say this. I have like this freestyle <laughs> for me. So, it's more seasonal. So, yeah. I will find uh, vegetables from, from the market or sometimes Asian shops, just a bit different things. And then I will make uh, something. Uh, now and then yeah I think that's really good to know especially for someone you know who doesn't have access to all the ingredients that they think they need that you can just sort of freestyle it and you know just go with what you you like or or what's available to you at the time because even though everything is very accessible to us these days it is still tricky finding ingredients like yeah I think for for men just use to start with, use something you like, like you say you like garlic. You know if this garlic garlicky, you love it. <laughs> so mm. like use something you like. And yeah. you, if you don't like that too much chili, or some some people I used to make some like without garlic, because some people allergic to garlic, so they'll contact me, see if I can make her like a few jars of non-garlic kimchi so I'll do that so you, you just you can it's, it's uh, there's no you can add anything you can ferment any kind of vegetables hmm. you like do you have a favourite I know I'm oh sure God. you have many favourites but do you have like <laughs> one that you always sort of go back to the kimchi always yeah even I've been doing for so long I mean so yeah I still most likely to have it on my table uh, on my yeah dining table yeah yeah so I normally have we have few pickles 
uh, when it's dinner time <laughs> in the middle of the dinner, just feel jazz. That sounds Lovely. like a dream to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, I love it. And I just think, I, I like the idea of you kind of being inspired by what you find. Like, okay, this is in season. Oh, you know, that looks good today. I'm going to use that. It's like once you've got the theory of how to make it, you can just be inspired. It's like art. Yeah. It just sounds <laughs> yeah. so brilliant. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's lovely. It's and you've made me feel like I can attempt it now. And you I'm can. usually very hesitant. Like I tried to make sourdough and it just completely failed. Oh, I, sourdough I gave up. is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> because sourdough is this, yeah, it's so rigid. You have to be this at a certain time. And I'm just not that kind of person. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm over the place. So, uh, but uh, but uh, lot of men is very... Uh, forgiving yeah I need like an easy going project yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it sounds lovely and thank you so much I think that's thank about all we've got time much. for and thank you so much for thank joining you. us and um, brilliant Pao will be recording her kimchi recipe for us so you can cook along too and that will be available as a separate episode at the weekend and will also be available on bbcgoodfood.com see you next time For listening to Rookie and Nice, a new podcast from BBC Good Food. For recipes and more information, please visit bbcgoodfood.com slash podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. 